pretty lonely place, but it doesn't have to be. Here at the Rarely Right Podcast, we want to celebrate stories, authenticity, and discuss life. My name is Ray Schneider, and I'm a counselor who's been partnering with nonprofits for the last eight years to help individuals in high-risk environments get the mental help that they need. And maybe even more importantly than that, be a willing set of ears to listen to their story, to hear both the good, but also the bad, and to encourage them to pick up the pen and be their own narrator, that at any time they can flip the script in their story. And that's what I'm encouraging everyone here to do as well. Your story matters. And no matter where you find yourself in life, you always have the ability to change the narrative. Welcome. Hey, this is Ray Schneider, and you're listening to the Rarely Right podcast. It's a My Silent Half podcast. Um, And today I want to talk about second chances. Um, I was just talking the other day to a friend about, you know, the first memory in my life that I had to get over, right? Because I think we we romanticize a lot of our childhood um, or horrify it, right? So it's like either we almost create this like horrific uh, narrative around something um, because it was bad and it just became worse and festered over time, or we romanticize it, right? Where we don't really have those in-betweens, those, those moments that really kind of altered us or changed us. And the first memory that I have um, that I call like the day before everything changed memory, that kind of memory, something that literally altered your path, was the first Christmas after my parents had gotten divorced and therefore the last Christmas that we all sat collectively as the family that I knew then, right? And nothing like super crazy happened on that Christmas. I got everything I wanted, which was phenomenal. Um, I got my awesome brick gray Game Boy, the original OG. I was amped about it. But there were moments, and I can't remember everything, right, because I was quite young, but there was definitely moments where I knew that this was the last time this was going to happen, and I really obviously didn't know what that would look like later, right? And so everything was fine. It was really easy to kind of play pretend in a way, um, to just like ignore it, um, because like there's 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 something to be said about knowing something like knowing it's the last time and being immune to the random ramifications of something is like they're two wildly different things right but like as this young kid i really didn't understand that i thought you know the adult thing to do was to just be silent to just ignore it to shove it under the rug and not deal with it um i thought that was bravery Right. And I think adulthood has taught me that silence can actually be like so much more damaging than words. Right. And so it was fine until my mom said she had to go. 
right? And then this became this, this awareness of the fact that my mother's belongings weren't in this house anymore. In fact, half of my belongings were in this house because I didn't spend my time as much in this house. I spent them in the new house with my mom, right? And that was kind of that shattering moment. And that was the memory, the day before everything changed kind of memory that I'm talking about. And I have, you know, a few of these life-altering memories. Like the conversation I had with my sister the night before my sister died. Or the day before I lied to all of my friends in college. And I have that romanticized in my head. Or the week before my friend hurt herself. And I have to imagine because you're human and you're breathing air in, and you're exhaling air out, and you have a heartbeat, that you have days like this too. The day before everything changed kind of memories. I know that these kind of memories make you acutely aware of the details, right? So... For me, with when my sister died, I had this really cool conversation with her the night before. Um, and it's really, really healing for me to know that I had that. And so I can replay all of those in my mind. But what I can also replay in my mind are the things that I can't change. Right? Like the things that I should have also said. Right? And so there are moments in my life over the course of the last 10 years or I found myself wishing that I knew what I know now back then and I could relive the moment and almost get like this mulligan, like this do-over. And maybe I could have said things, you know, better. I could have created a different kind of peace because there are definitely things I never got to tell her. And while it's not a do-over and, and while I... I know it's not exactly what we asked for. I really do believe that we get second chances in life. I really do believe that. I believe there are scattered moments where life presents us with a better path or a great joy or a stronger love than we've ever known. And it's not not a replacement. It is not a replacement of the memory gone by, but it's the ability or the hope or the joy of creating a new one, right? Because nothing replaces people we lose. Loss is is not a cookie cutter hole that you can go shopping um, for and just replace it with. We try though, right? We really try, but you can't. And mistakes are the same way. You know, the ones that we replay over and over in our minds, They're never the simple ones. The ones that haunt us are the ones that are complicated and messy. The ones that left bruises on us or others. And they're often the infectious wounds. And so I think um, taking all of that to heart, um, I do really sincerely believe that second chances are misunderstood because I feel like people either believe in them and then they expect this like, replica replacement right they go out chasing the wrong things trying to replace the thing that they lost or they just don't believe in them at all and oftentimes they just don't believe in them at all because the latter was originally true right where they 
we're chasing after the wrong things. But if you were to take a step back just for a minute and look where you were when that happened and where you are now, I wonder if it would be this beautiful reality check that you've already begun living in that second chance. It's like when those who've been burned are able to trust in another person again. That's a second chance. And when a person who historically lied was able to change their narrative and find someone who believed they were trustworthy and they honored that trust, that's a second chance. And when wounds begin to heal and we don't keep picking at it with infectious words, that's a second chance. Second chances are healing, growing, sometimes insanely simple moments that remind us we are not defined by our past, but by our response to it. That there are opportunities to use our past as a map to guide us instead to a new place. Instead of being stuck in our past as if it's the destination itself, second chances are that map that help lead us forward. What I've learned is that in life, I've said this before, I just recently said this on Instagram, in life, it's not time that heals us. It's acceptance. It's, a, it's acceptance of what happened If we made a mistake, it's acceptance of what we did. If we were a person we just didn't like, it's an acceptance of who we were. And it doesn't mean you have to agree. You don't have to say, yes, I'm glad this happened, or everything happens for a reason, which drives me bonkers. Or it's okay that this person is gone now. It's not okay. You're not trying to tie a pretty bow around a gushing wound right? It's you accepting that it happened. It's you being able to embrace it in full force, actually feeling it, feeling the guilt, feeling the pain, feeling the confusion, whatever it is, allowing yourself to feel it and not stuffing it away under a rug and then be able to begin walking through it. You cannot get over something you never actually allowed yourself to feel. You cannot do it. You will f- run your entire life trying not to be caught by it. And until you're caught by it, until you walk through it, you will never heal from it. Acceptance is understanding the difference between this happened and this is happening. When we continue to live and relive the past, we absolutely make no room for the present. We miss what's going on now because we can't get past then. We cannot find joy here because we feel guilt there. We can't connect with new people here because we haven't been able to let ourselves grieve there. And it's a huge task. It's not an easy one, right? Getting over loss, getting through 
heartbreak, getting over mistakes, earning trust back, whatever it is that you find yourself in, that is not easy. But step by step, inch by inch, day by day, if we have the courage and humility to feel our way through it, we'll someday find ourselves moving into the present to be able to be present. This is not the first time you'll hear me say this, and it will 100% not be the last. That no matter who you are, or what you've done, or where you were, or where you're going, you deserve a present and a future. You are a walking second chance. And you can make room for the present by no longer giving your past so much real estate in your heart. Stop running away. Feel it. Experience it. It's not going to be easy. It's not even going to be simple. But it's going to be worth it. You are a walking second chance. Wrap your brain around that. You are enough. You matter. You are a walking second chance. And until you take pause and acknowledge that, you don't get to enjoy it. Second chances are this radical understanding that we get to wake up fresh each day and start new. And you control the narrative of your story. That's what's been on my mind today. I'd love to hear what's been on yours.